In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. God is the first owner, your wife is the second owner, and you are the third owner, which gives peen rights only. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10. I'm Jim Ramos. I'm here with Dale Culver. Man, I've got (laughs) the title of this episode is awesome it is awesome it may be the greatest title ever mm-hmm. who owns your member mm-hmm. or your penis or your wiener i just laugh it's when not I, a wiener I, I laugh when i hear those words wiener is something you eat oh that's so, true who owns your penis you gotta call it what it is so sir. Uh, man so do you have a man <laughs> i shudder to even ask this question <laughs> do you have a man law well uh yes uh, you, a man needs to ask himself if i make this decision who is it going to impact and yeah. generally speaking, when you make decisions, they impact more than just you. You know, it's interesting. I go back to, I mean, I've been faithful to my wife for the 27, 20, I've been with her 28 years, but 27 years, I have been faithful. I mean, I, I'm a man, I struggle with lust and different things, but I have never even come close to kissing, touching another woman. In fact, I have not kissed a woman besides my wife since I've been a follower of Jesus. So I'm really... Well, now Plot you proud have of that, that grandbaby girl, I'm sure. Oh, baby, I kissed that girl. That's true. I've kissed that girl, and I've kissed my mom too. Yeah. But uh, and, and one time, Gary McCuster's wife gave me a kiss hello, which was kind of weird. So, <laughs> I guess she does that as a greeting. But I was that. like, "Gosh, Gary, your wife kissed me on the cheek. That was kind of weird." He's like, "Well, that's what she does with everybody. You're not special." I'm like, "Oh, I'm not." Anyway, all that to be said is this: you know, when I was first married to Shanna, I remember, you know, staying true to her, and I had always asked this question, which is the wrong question. Is that woman even worth it? I mean, is that woman worth me, that other woman over there, that one, whatever? There was never one, but who would, you know, is there even a woman out there worth it that would cost my integrity, my marriage, my ministry, my kids' respect, that type of thing? And and as our marriage transitioned, that question changed to, how could I ever hurt my wife like that? How could I ever do something to damage my wife. I met my wife. When I met her, she came out of a relationship with a guy who cheated on her, and she has pictures. There's a picture of her. She's standing next to Haley Boulevard, which is her maiden name, and she's so skinny and so, so depressed. It, I just was like, I never want to be a guy that breaks my wife's heart like that. And, um, you know, uh, I frustrated her enough with other things. But I, as I, as I, as we interviewed uh, Dr. Doug Weiss, 
about his book, Clean, he brought this question up, and I thought it was really good. And, and I'm going to read from his book. He On page 120, he said, I stand before hundreds, sometimes thousands of men, and their faces are absolutely dumbfounded as I explain to them that there are three owners of their penises. Then I say, no, you are the third owner, not the first or the second. And so I thought that was really interesting. And so Dr. Weiss in his book lists who owns our members. And I thought this was really good. And this is worth repeating. And for us guys who are trying to live for Christ and walk in our best version of ourselves, we need to, we need to think this through before we step into this realm of lust and pornography, uh, 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 coveting other women's bodies that, is, that are not our, our wife's body. And the first owner of our member, he says, is Jesus Christ. You know, uh, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 says, Therefore, my brothers, uh, uh, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the ruin of your mind. Then you'll know the good and pleasing and perfect will of God. But the verse that was verse 2. Verse 1 says, Therefore, my brothers, offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to the Lord. And so that that's what we do. When we gave our lives to Jesus, we gave every part of our body to Jesus, even our members. And what Ruiz talks about in his book, before any man decides to walk into pornography or, or coveting other man's wife or lust, he should call his pastor first and ask for permission. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny. And the second owner uh, of our penis is actually our wife. Yes. When I gave myself to my wife in marriage, I gave her everything. I committed to love, honor, and cherish her. I, I committed that to her. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 7, 4, for the wife does not rule over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not rule over his own body, but his wife does. And I thought this is interesting. So Dale, my wife owns my member. I, I, I hope she lets me keep my balls. You know, I think that's important for a man to have those, but she can have the other thing. And, and what we talked about in his book was the next time I want to look at pornography or I want to lust after another woman, I want to covet a man's wife, or I want to objectify a woman, I should call Shanna, right? Or generally speaking, we should call our wives and say, hey, honey, I'm getting ready to uh, look at porn, or I'm getting ready to stare at another woman's breasts, or you know, I want to, I'm coveting this buddy of mine's wife. Is that okay? And ask for permission. I mean, it sounds ludicrous. Right. But, but when you think about it, these are biblically true statements. Weiss in his book says, your wife owns your sexuality. She has authority over this area, and that is God's way of protecting and providing for you sexually. I tell guys attending my conferences to go home and tell your wife she owns your sex organ. So that leads us to the third owner of our penises, and that's us. We own the third rights to our penises, and Weiss in his book says that's just urination rights. The only right we really have to our penis is to urinate, and I just think that's funny. He says this, you, or yes, you can summarize sexual authority in those four words. God is the first owner, your wife is the second owner, and you are the third owner, which gives peen rights only. <laughs> I just think that's really funny, and I think it's really appropriate in this day and age that we realize, guys, if you are trying to live as your best version as a Christian man, you are the third who can lay claim to your penis. God, through Jesus Christ, your wife, and you, of course, my friend, have peen rights. How does that make you feel, Dale? And me to pee. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I feel the need, the need for peed.
I don't know. We start talking about penises, and I don't care how old we are. We just think it's funny. I don't know. But anyway, hey, guys, you've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. Make sure you head on over to our brand-new website and uh, sign up to receive our uh, electronic bathroom book for men. You are going to love this book. When you do that, we're going to add you to our equipping blast. We'll also throw your name into our brand-new manhood forum. This is a phenomenal forum, guys. You're going to love it. If you are not a social media guy, this form is way better than our, our Facebook form as far as the layout and the organization. No ads, no no people selling you stuff. It's good stuff, guys. Check it out. Guys, also, we're in the middle of our 180 campaign this summer. Raised $180,000 in 180 days. I'm doing 180 workouts as a mnemonic device to build awareness for us to eradicate absent fathers and apathetic males and turning them into men and dads. And so guys, uh, this is we're doing this through face-to-face one-on-one meetings. So I'm not asking for your check. I'm asking for some time over the phone, time face-to-face, talking to you about our ministry. If you're interested in being a part of championing the cause of men, please let me know. Guys, until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Hand over your member. Grind it out and be a man. Equipping men in 10 from Men in the Arena. If you hunger to be your best version, join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our Men in the Arena forums. Join the forums on either Facebook or on the website at meninthearena.org. While you're on our website, remember to pick up your free electronic version of Jim's bathroom book for men, The Field Guide. Thank you for listening to this episode of Equipping Men in 10 from Men in the Arena. Remember, when a man gets it, everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for around the world and find out the type of dad you are.